on this episode of the Fit to Lead podcast, I'm excited to introduce you to Rachel Rubin, the co-founder of Rise Gatherings. She's someone who's been in the wellness world for over a decade, studying the body and using it as the gateway to understanding yourself and to experiencing greater health and healing. Her career began with fitness, which segued into somatic therapy and developing her own practice. With that, she's able to incorporate all of her skills and passions in producing Rise Gatherings. So tune in to this great episode with Rachel. So I am super excited to have Rachel Rubin on the Fit to Lead podcast with me. Rachel, it's a long time coming, but I'm so happy you're here. Yay! I am delighted to be here with you today. Awesome. Awesome. So I would love for you to share just some background and a little bit about yourself and your journey and how you got to where you are today. (laughs) (laughs) How long do we have? (laughs) As long Um, as you want. (laughs) And what, from what, what angle are we going? Um, A little bit about my journey. You know, I think it is important, especially for how I've chosen to live my life to tell my personal story because it has informed, um, you know, all that I do in my life, the work that I do and and all that. So my journey um, was I grew up in a pretty typical and traditional household in, you know, Northeast of Philadelphia. Um, It's so funny, I have to say, because I, I kind of want to, I think about different ways of telling my story now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I was really, I think from a young age as a child, um, doing my best to fit the boxes, fit in the boxes and fit in. Um, It wasn't as conscious for me then. And I don't think it's conscious for many when we're doing this, but it's just what we do in society and as people. Um, Because we want to feel like we belong. And so I was playing the roles of, you know, well, I was going to say good kid, but I was I was playing the roles, but I was also rebelling at the same time. That's just who I am. Um, And I I'm going to go with after school, like after primary years, I went to great college. I was having a long distance relationship with my high school boyfriend, which turned into us getting married for me now looking back at a very young age. I was only 24. I went to school for communications, public relations, and ended up not really using it at all. I didn't go and pursue a career. I got married, you know, as far as society sees it, I was lucky to have all of the things to be taken care of, I guess, financially from my husband, not having to work and just checking the boxes again. Um, In my twenties, I started to feel really unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. I I really started to wake up to this inner world of myself and to have more awareness around that and to recognize that I wasn't really being who I was Um, and wasn't really allowing myself to live fully and to use like all my attributes and all my qualities and my skills and my, my intelligence and all the parts of me. And I was just not fulfilled. And when I got pregnant with my daughter, um, in my later twenties, 
that just for me was a moment when I decided I need to be who I am. Whatever that is, I didn't know. I need to figure this out because she's going to learn from who I am. And I don't want her just following some footsteps or fitting in boxes. I want her to have permission to be who she is. So I started then really on my journey, if per se. Um, I started doing a lot of spiritual work on myself, meditating a lot, just reading a lot, um, going into communities and classes and workshops and being with other people who were doing this kind of inner excavating. Um, and then I realized that I wanted to, that I was really connected with the body and started into fitness. But for me in the beginning for, of, of my journey in fitness, I had immediately um, realized that what I was passionate about was rebuilding our relationships with our bodies and that our culture had really created this distorted perception for us to follow as far as what our bodies are for you know, and how we, and how, and what our relationship is with our body. Um, and I felt really passionate about inspiring other people to heal through their bodies and to, to care for and treat ourselves differently. So through all of that, I did a lot of work. Um, then I started doing work in fitness. I was teaching um, a program that I created called Kettlebell Kundalini. Uh, I loved doing that, classes, workshops, working with people through that, and still on my, on my own personally, exploring events and, like I said, things around spirituality, just getting myself immersed in these communities and learning new things and, and exposing myself to new things. And that was really what led me to have the courage to leave my marriage, to start a new life on my own, to create a business. Um, and something of purpose. And I thought I need to give this to other people. And it was this beautiful kind of comp compilation of actually the things that I enjoyed studying in college, which was communications and PR. And I loved event planning and things like that. Plus now everything that I was really receiving from my own journey and where my interest was leading me. And I thought, and the support I was receiving from other people, I have to create this, this is where I'm going in the business I want to have. And I want to um, inspire other people through experiences with one another. So that's what led to the creation of Rise Gatherings. Mm, love. But that was like the, you want to, I mean, that was over five years ago and I've changed so much since then, you know, going and being on my own journey and really making a life for myself. I'm now married to a wonderful woman who's my wife. Uh, my daughter's nine and a half. I have two stepchildren. We live in a, a beautiful historic home. I'm settled into a new place and continuing to expand on and create my life and be of service to other people and support to others. I love it. I love it so much. And that's one of the things I love about you is your authenticity um, and your energy, all that. Oh, just such a, such a great story. And so um, you know, it's like it, you come full circle. And I think that is one of the things when you talk about Rise Gatherings is just, you bring all of that with you. Um, and it's just amazing and beautiful. And I would love for you to talk some more. I know we had Tammy on and we talked about Rise Gatherings, but I would love to talk about, you know, you both had this vision and just talking about kind of bringing that to fruition and, and what the women that experience Rise through all the different aspects, what they take away. 
Oh, yes. Well, first I'll say it's important that you highlight myself and Tammy because Rise is a co-creation from the two of us and also many other women that we bring onto this into onto a team to facilitate for, for these women at our events. And that's what makes the energy of the experience and that I couldn't have done this alone, period. I've learned so much of, you know, the value of, of having supportive partnerships in your life. And she, my relationship with Tammy has really taught me that too, and that together we can do it. And um, Tammy and I are both very different and we've had very different lives, but the things that unite us are those threads and themes that are the same, not only for us, but within all women. So we bring those and our differences together to create these experiences so that women can have a space where they can connect with other women on the things that are the same within all of us and to have a safe and brave space to more deeply explore these you know, topics of life and self and also to celebrate our own unique stories and really to have other women reflect that back to us so that we can honor the parts of us that need to be celebrated that have created who we are and what our stories are. So I think that's what women really take away mostly. Yes, we facilitate workshops and they go to classes and they try new things and they learn how to care for themselves better. But I think what they really take away is that experience of being in a loving, safe and caring community of people and feeling like they belong and being able to show up just as they are. And that's, that's what we hear is the most profound. Piece. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. I think that's huge and it's not commonly found, right? Um, you get a lot more of not fitting in or feeling like you don't have a place than you do feeling welcome and a, that sense of community. Um, so I definitely felt that we were, as we were chatting before we hopped on that um, it was a long awaited two years for me to get to, to the RISE gathering, but highly recommend um, for any woman that wants to experience, I say it's like a, a refreshing of the soul, but you just meet just incredible mm. people, incredible experiences. Um, so yeah, can't say enough about, about RISE. I'm a huge fan. Oh, we love you. <laughs> uh, so, so going through, through your journey and through all of this, what would you say on a daily basis is your non-negotiable when it comes to your own self-care and wellness? My non-negotiable is listening to my body and following what it's, you know, asking of me in, in almost any given moment. Um, I am lucky enough to make my own schedule. You know, I have a couple different businesses that I, that take up all of my days with work, but I can make my own schedule. And so I'm really always checking in and allowing myself to have moments of rest. Or if I am feeling like tension somewhere in my body, maybe I'll get on the floor and like do a stretch or do some myofascial something, or maybe I'll 
you know, if I want to be, do something to kind of stop my brain, I've been really into doing crafts and things like with art and using my hands and not having to think so much, but really using my body. So my non-negotiables have been incorporating these elements into my life that allow me, that, sus that sustain me and my energy and allow me to rest um, mm. and also produce um, and giving myself a break sometimes. I love that. I love that. I think that's so important. Um, you know, people build their workout plans for the week, but they never incorporate the rest and recovery into that. So I think that that is a huge one listening, uh, listening to your body and that you don't, you know, just go, you know, follow your energy. If it's down, you, you know, do what you need to do to recharge. I yeah. It's like we need to rest now. All right. And yeah. telling ourselves that we can or recognizing that we can. And it's not our faults though, too, because there's a lot of pressure in our society. Yes. There's so many yes. demands. We're on a whole nother level. Like our beautiful, brilliant and ancient human bodies are not, are, are not used to <laughs> operating in the, you know, the way our society is right now. So yes, yes, yes. I'd agree with that. I would agree with that the perpetual zoom calls, for example, <laughs> Anything, right? the phone in your hand, the, this yes. is here. It's like constant, constant, too much constant. And I think now all of our all of us are being called to rest more yes. and to feel the value of resting and renewing ourselves um, and listening yeah. to our bodies in that way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So um, as you went through your journey, I know you did a lot of spiritual work and, and internal work, any books or podcasts that stand out to you as like really helping you along? Oh yeah. You know, I should keep a list of these somewhere so I can recall the ones that were much earlier on, even too. Um, I mean, I say one of my Bibles is The Body Keeps the Score. Mm, ooh. Do you know I that one? I haven't heard of that one. No, I haven't heard of that one. What? 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 Allison. What? I'm on it. <laughs> Bessie <laughs> Vanderbilt is the author. Um, and it's all about Right there. I mean, the title tells it all. It's all about yeah. how our bodies keep the score um, for us. Mm. Yeah. And it, it actually, I know, got much more popular through the last couple of years. It became like a bestseller when it wasn't before, but it's been around for a long time. Um, so that's for sure. And I can't, and that you haven't read it. That's a go-to book. I'm like, uh, now I'm like going to be all over that. I'm going to be downloading it as soon as we get off our call. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And that. Yay. And as far as podcasts, I mean, I have a lot of other books too. The Wheels of Life was a big one for me in the beginning, which was um, more around the chakra system, but really how it relates to our, just who we are in our everyday. Mm. Um, and and that was, that was pretty powerful for me a bit ago. Um, as far as podcasts, I'm not an avid listener of anyone specific. However, I'll go with On Being by Krista Tippett. Oh, okay. Amazing podcast. Yeah. What, I, what I do with podcasts is if something feels like there's a relevant topic in my life that I'm going through personally, I will type it right into Spotify and I will click on and listen to podcasts. Yeah, to like help me process like whatever it is. I'm like, oh, and gives me like light bulbs and makes me Ooh. think further into something. 
So that's what I use podcasts for. I love that. That's a great hack. It's funny because my next question was going to be like, what's your favorite life hack? That right there is a great hack. That's a great hack. That's a great hack. I never, like you always Google stuff, right? Like I have a question, they Google it, but I would never think to put it into Spotify for a podcast. Oh my God. Like there's a podcast on everything and anything at this point. Love. And it's I love nice that. To, instead of just read something, listen to conversation. Yeah. 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 I agree. Cause I like when I'm eating or doing laundry, just like listening to something, right. Instead of trying to, you know, do too much multitasking, but are there any other, are there any other? Well, here's how I'll multitask instead. I can listen cause I need my hands. <laughs> See, I can listen, type and eat. <laughs> right. So bad. <laughs> we do. It's what we do. All right. So are there any, is there, is there another life hack, which could be an app, a recipe, a routine, a tip, a mantra, anything else that makes your life easier? Yes. Hmm. So I'm, I'm going to share myofascial release techniques and tools. Ooh. So I know that that word is more familiar now to people, but a lot still don't know that myofascial release is essentially self-massage or massage, mm. but now companies have created absolutely amazing tools that you can just keep with you at your desk or take with you in your car. And they're like maybe little massage balls or things like that. And there's different techniques to using them. And it really helps because stress accumulates in our bodies. It needs to be relieved in some way or else it creates chronic condition and tightness or tension or whatever. So just simply, I do a few minutes every, you know, I'll say every day, most days, but, and also when I feel it, a few minutes in different parts of my body and taking just a few minutes to do a little myofascial work. Um, that's my hack. That's, the, that's a good one. I could teach everyone just how to do that and simply use it. Um, yeah. it, it it's life-changing. It is. That's a great one. That is a great one. So I know you have a couple different businesses. I would love for you to share where people could connect with you, learn more about you, all the things. And I will make sure to include it in the show notes to make it super easy. Sure. Awesome. So you can connect with me, follow me on Instagram. It's at Somatics Rachel. I'll tell you, I used to be so much more active on it years and years ago. Now, not as much, but I still do share. <laughs> uh, and happily there. And you can DM me if you want to connect. Um, I always love to connect with new people. So if this, you know, if, if something that I said or listening really re something resonated in you, I love just having new conversations and connecting with people. Um, you can also find me on rachelrubin.me. Um, you'll see uh, some of my somatic therapy work there as well. That's where that's featured. And then risegatherings.com. Come to a rise yes. event. You'll see Allison there too, I'm sure. Of it. Yes, you will. And at Rise <laughs> Gatherings on Instagram. Yes. So you can be with both of us there. Absolutely. I want to thank you so, so much for jumping on. I'm so excited that we got to connect and you got to share your story. So thank you. Me too. Thank you for doing this. And thank you for having me. And it is my pleasure. If you're ready to feel good in your own skin and feel like you could use some help, please let me know. I have a couple spots open in my Fit to Lead VIP one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, and during that, you'll learn how to eat foods you love with minimal exercise to get the body that you've dreamed of. So 
visit me at www.allisonjacksonfitness.com to learn more and learn how I could help you feel better in your own skin.